going on, y'all? Back with another episode of The Rock Report. Um, and this one, I got a special guest in the building, my homie Dope Div Drew. What up, man? Honored to be here. Yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate you for coming through, man. Go ahead and, uh, you know, tell the people who you are. Go ahead and introduce yourself and, uh, you know, let them know how we got here, bro. Oh, yeah. As you just said, um, Dope Div Drew, a.k.a. Drew Nukem, you feel me? Um, what third of that group, Dope Div, Detroit. Um, shit, pretty much, uh... This my man's hundred grand. Um, we yes, currently work together. Uh, a lot of the shit we may touch on today is shit that we talk about each and every day. Um, so Thanks. it was only right that we made it official by you know sitting down and having a conversation in this type of setting because um, it organically happens on the daily. You know organic hey organic. and that's and then we talked about that too man like when things happen organically that's just kind of what makes it real that's kind of for me personally that's just kind of what makes it more worth it so mm -hmm. um you know ever since it i did. met this dude i just kind of just noticed like bro like like i said you had a, just a certain type of demeanor that was just it was more calm than the average man and i remember hearing a quote when i was like 16 that said the man who's calm is always in control mm. even if everything around him is on fire Oh shit! So, <laughs> so, so you yeah. probably don't know how you do it, bro. But I just want to ask you, bro. Like, <clears throat> like, what's the best way? Like, how do you stay calm under so much pressure? Man, that's crazy as fuck. Cause I never, um, I never really peeped that. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, I can cuss right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I, <clears throat> I didn't. I meant to ask him before we start. Yeah. But yeah. Man, that's crazy, bro. Like, um, really, I say it wasn't anything that. I consciously knew about you feel me like just based off me being who I am with um I might have to say my upbringing one because um I'm the only child okay but I'm also <clears throat> the oldest boy out of like the shitload of cousins you know what I'm saying right. so when shit would go wrong I was always the guy that people would come to like okay this is what's happening Drew this is what, you know what I'm saying so it's like and <clears throat> even my elders they would look at me and expect a uh, high uh, level of things for me as a result of whatever my cousins did if we was all hanging out together you know how it be right when your cousins break some shit oh then they call you over you know right. what i'm saying well shit i ain't breaking like but you the oldest you know what i'm saying right. so that was that was literally <laughs> always you know what i'm saying instilled in me and i think that uh also part of that would be <clears throat> um my level of uh faith you know what i'm saying just in uh how i how i believe that god has my back you feel me like Facts. Um, and like, he's proven that to me in my own way multiple exactly. times, but it's, but it's also like, uh, you know, when, when things are going south, I, I tell this to my, uh, my sister all the time, shout out J prime. I tell this to her all the time. Like, um, or we tell each other, it's like, shit has to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like right. your worst situations, like, mind you, like we're sitting here having this conversation. Now it's been times where I was like, oh fuck, I don't know how I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Or like. What's going to happen if this don't happen? Or I don't Thanks. see shit going right, you feel me? But it, somehow, some way, however shit went, it went right because we here today. You know what I'm saying? And, like, just dealing with, you know, the things that have occurred, you know what I mean? Um, I recently lost a brother, you know what I'm saying? And that shit just came out of nowhere. Right. Um, I did have my time of, like, you know, mourning, um, in which case I still am, not to say I'm not. But <clears throat> throughout that time, like when it happened, for example, that very day, I remember telling my girl and I told my cousin, like, man, I'm not going to eat. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tonight, and I'm not going to sleep. I don't see how I'm going to do that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But somehow I was able to eat. I ate some fucking good ass chicken wings that evening. <laughs> and I had dog ass sleep, bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think subconsciously, that's just that higher power working. You know what I'm saying? So I, so I don't have to work. You feel me? So just me knowing that that higher power is there is like what brings me comfort. Um, And like, lastly, I'll have to say uh, confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was the kid that, you know, had the dookie braids, the glasses, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. The, uh, the, the high socks with the and ones, you know what I'm saying? When I was hooping, I got no play from girls, none of that shit. But I had a cousin, you know, I ain't gonna say his name, but I had a cousin that always would. So it's like, you know, you can only, you know, go through so much shit to the point where, you know, it brings you out to be 
stronger. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Shit like that created the character that I have now because eventually shit changed. You know what I'm saying? And uh, with that happening, it was like, I feel like I know who I am. And then there's nothing that nobody can do or say to me that I haven't already said, not necessarily did, but said to myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I believe in myself. You know what I'm saying? I love myself. You know, and that might be cliche, you know what I'm saying? I'd say nobody else does, but at the same time, like, you literally have to sometimes sit back and just let shit play out and remember who you are, who you are and your beliefs, who you are, you know what I'm saying, personally, um, and uh, just allow things to flow, bro, so... You know, I think you know what you because what you said it basically sound like ninety percent of like the the reason why you're able to stay so calm is really because of your faith. Yeah, what you believe in allows you to have that level of like, all right, I'm gonna leave it to a higher power. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I think that's I think I had a conversation with a buddy of mine. Like that's <laughs> what that's what demonstrates true faith. Like a lot of people say they believe in God or got faith in God. Like. I'm gonna show you like how to really demonstrate faith. I went to Texas with zero money, zero mm -hmm. plans, and zero ideas of what the fuck was gonna happen. Bruh. I had the number one thing <laughs> I needed was faith, bro. Hell yeah, and shit worked out for me. Hell yeah, and that's I say that, nigga. I salute you because no, the amount of faith I got, that's still tough to do. But like you said, that's a true testament because like I like I was just saying. Shit, it, shit has to be okay. Exactly, it's right? not going to be like. like it how can it not? How can it not be? How can it not like, be what the okay? Fuck? <laughs> Something's gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? And, and then it's gonna work itself out. And another bro. interesting thing is like, even if something quote unquote bad was to happen, mm -hmm. how do you know that bad thing was actually not setting you up for your success? That's, that's right. You might even cliche that's experience right. people have. Um, that's kind of like the in the uh, book that we always discuss, um, the science of getting rich. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, in that book, it says everything that happens to you is literally a part of what you're supposed to be in the future. It's all working together. So the good and the bad, that bad is a part of, like I said, like I was saying before, building that character that you're Facts. supposed to be, that Facts. you were meant to be. You know what I'm so, all of the most successful people and the, the strongest minded people that I know to this day, mm -hmm. I can ask them one question that they all would, would say the same answer. What's that? Would you go back and change it? They're going to tell me no every single time because they know deep down and on the spiritual level that those experiences made them. Man, facts, man, facts. And <laughs> so, I, I often hear you say, like, <laughs> I wouldn't be talking like, oh, yeah, JV, this this uh, CEO step down, you know what I'm saying? Oh, can't wait for bro, the market to crash, can't bro. wait for the market to crash. But it's like going through that, you know what I'm saying, will get us to where we need to be. Exactly. If it's If that's what's supposed to happen. If it happens, that's what is supposed to happen. Facts, like if you ever if you've seen like those Australian fires and shit, mm -hmm. like as bad as it looked, that's what kind of revegetate crops, <laughs> setting them shits on fire. High key, high like, key. It's, on, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's the beginning for, for, for it's the end of it's the beginning of the end. Right, the beginning. <laughs> right. And we knew what we was trying to say the whole time. Right, so. right, right, right. But that's dope though, bro. I, like, I definitely appreciate you for expanding on that. So um, I know a conversation we had previously um, when I was putting out the skits, uh, like consistently. Mm. I plan on doing more too. Man, um, it is consistently. You don't say that. <laughs> you asked me, man. You so. asked me to uh, just kind of hit on the segment like, um, like it's never too late. Because mm. like I got a lot of older people in my family. Uh, my dad, one of those people, he, you know, 50, but he feel like, I can't anymore. Like, mm -hmm. I can't. It's too late for me. Like, I'm going to just have to work this job and figure life out from here. Mm -hmm. Like, for you personally, do you think there's ever, like, an age limit on success? Man, had you asked me that question, I'm 28 now. Had you asked me that question seven years ago when I was 21, I remember having a conversation with one of my exes. Because um, she, at the time when we was together, <clears throat> I was just really getting heavy into you know, honing my craft as being a recording artist. Right. And she was the type, you know, she's wanted to get married, have kids, figure fence type shit. You feel me? <laughs> and, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know what I'm saying? But I knew, I always knew like that, that this is not me. Like, I'm not meant to have that type of life because, like, the first level of understanding that is just having that consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Knowing who you are on the inside, even if you don't know where you're going to go. At least I know, like, that ain't for me. You feel me? <coughs> At least not now. But I remember telling her, since she was so against it, I was like, all right, look, baby, look. When I'm, I'm 26, 
You know what I'm saying? Give me till I'm 26. And if shit ain't working for me by then, right. I'm just dropping quick. And then I, I had a convo with my uh my late great cousin, you know what I'm saying, recipe to you, Fresno, you feel me? Um, about that same thing, and he felt the same way. And then we became 26, and like damn, <laughs> we just kept fucking going. Right. And I think what's crazy, when I was 26, shit started like getting a little more um, impactful as far as mm -hmm. my career. Cause like, um, I think 20, it was either 25 or 26. I'm going to say 25 going into 26. Like within that year span, I mm -hmm. performed with like Bone Thugs, you know what I'm saying? Waka Flocka and all that shit. You actually got to perform with them. Yeah. It was a blessing. That's they, what's at up. At St. Andrews. When they, last time they was here, um, Dope did, we, we opened for them. Um, and, um, that was not planned when I was 21 when I was making that, you know what I'm saying? It's right. not like, I said consciously in my head, like, okay, yeah, I'm 25. Oh, I'm 26. Okay, come on, Bone Thugs. Like, let me hop on the stage. Because <laughs> I remember the promise that I gave to myself on this date. Right. It has to work. So since it has to work, y'all come. Bam. That, and mind you, I'm still not even a minuscule of the amount of where I want to be, where right. I feel I can be. But just saying that happened, like, that that was, like, one of those things where it was, like, you can't plan for um, – when it's the right time or when it's too late. Yeah. I don't think there's a such thing. Because even if you look at today, like a lot of niggas, you know what I'm saying, that are like heavy influencers that are older, didn't start, weren't always big for the past, you know, Instagram only been out right. since 2011. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's not like they were, you know, big on that platform right. 20 years ago. Exactly. It just happened. Right. If they're 50 now, that shit happened when they were 40. Right. You know Touch what I'm saying? It, right. Spice Adams, he's one of my like, damn. Yeah, he's one of my like oh, uh, uh, biggest. Uh, 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 how can I say? It? I I'm one of his uh, biggest, uh, not supporters, but not even fans. But like, I actively fuck with his shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's he's dope. like the funniest nigga online. Spice. How old is Spice Adams? He's like forty something. Yeah, but he used to be. Uh, uh, I think it was a lineman. I think it was uh, a lineman in the NFL. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you don't hear about. His name. Exactly. But you'll hear more about him now that he's older, now that he has a platform on social media. The universe gave a, him an opportunity. Come on, man. You know like what I'm you saying? said, it just came out 10 years ago. He was 30 when that opportunity presented itself. You know what I mean? So at that point, and we probably all do have, the, have that thought, like, yo, it's too late type shit, boom, bam. But if it was too late, how did that work for him? Right. You know what I'm saying? If it was too late, like, he shouldn't have that type of platform now because it's too late. Um, even with uh, another um, example, uh, some of the uh, rappers that are like my favorites now, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's this camp called Griselda. Uh, and that's uh, Westside Gun, Benny the Butcher, uh, Conway the Machine, you know okay. what I'm saying? A bunch of other motherfuckers. But they all OGs. They got signed to Shady Interscope, I want to say maybe like three years ago. Word. What right now, Westside Gun is like, you know what I'm saying? I put his shit out there, but he's like in his 30s. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? His late 30s, right. if I'm correct. Um, if it's too late, if there's a such thing as it being too late, how does that shit work for them? They're like, they're like the biggest niggas right now. You know right. what I'm saying? When it comes to like that straight, like I got bars, hip hop type shit. So right. it, they're, they're like a testament. And just knowing that, you know what I mean? Like it gives people like me hope. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it's like I'm nearing that, the uh, age of 30. And today it seems like, uh, you know, hip hop is thriving with the youth. You know what I'm saying? In which facts, case, facts. In which case, you know, not to say that I'm not young, but it's a lot more younger people under the age of 25 that you may know about versus. And this is what I heard. Like I've he I'm hearing because uh, somebody tried to tell me it was like a window, a window that you had to meet in the music industry because certain music companies only want to market younger people mm -hmm. so it's like you have like a threshold that you got to try to uh, meet with them but right. you just you just mentioned that that group the Griselda Griselda, group. Yeah. so it's like what's the excuse and, and if anybody look like you did it or your age ever did it you know why can't there's I? no excuses right exactly and the one of the things i'm glad you touched on that because i'm just happy because like the rules have changed for that type of shit. the rules are you know what i'm saying exactly because because of this motherfucker because right of this here. fucking device <laughs> the you, rules are completely you, you different now. Out now. Yep, they There's don't have no to say so. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to say so, and they don't. Um, they don't dictate what you have to do. Not even just as an artist, but yeah. just you as a person. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, 
you don't need that major, you know what I'm saying, campaign to get behind your product. You don't oh. need you don't need this fucking uh boardroom or stiff ass <laughs> motherfuckers to tell you <laughs> about a culture that you live in. You know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's you, you the fact you touched on that, I'm glad. Like, but that's again, you know what I'm saying, like it's it's never too late because of where we are now with technology and yeah. social media. Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm gonna allow people to keep, you know, keep using that excuse, you know, pops if you're listening. Look, I love you, man, and it's 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 opportunity out here for you too, Colonel Sanders. He didn't hit big till he was 64 years old. At this point, this, he was at the point in his life where people was ready to commit suicide, bro. He was homeless, mm-hmm. sleeping in his fucking car, had two divorces. The KFC, man. The KFC dude. I did not know. Two about divorces, that. had wow. several business ventures that failed, mm-hmm. and his kids got took from him. Said he wasn't yeah, fit to be a father. Like <laughs> Said he wasn't fit to be a father. Damn, last, man. last but not least, he like, look, I can, I can make chicken. I can make some dog ass chicken. Actually, I'm just let motherfuckers try it for free. Mm-hmm. Went up the block, knock it on doors. You want to try some chicken? Mm-hmm. And that shit hit. Wow. And so he was branding himself around the neighborhood. Damn. So it started local, obviously, Kentucky. Wow. My favorite, uh, oh Jay Z, he didn't start to use. Well. Pop, I guess. Pop, right. He was 26. You know what I'm saying? So by the time he was established, he had his um, label, you know what I'm saying? Right for the records, all that shit. When Right for was thriving, like 2000, 2001. Yeah. He was 30. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and then it's in his prime, exactly. Yeah, bro. LeBron James. 35. This is his prime. Ain't that crazy? This is fucking crazy. I'm not just talking about his prime in basketball. I'm talking about his prime in life. This is his prime you know in life, Like, so how can the phrase "it's too late" be a thing when I'm watching LeBron James about to get his second MVP? Probably fourth. This could be the fourth MVP. His no, like regular season. Oh, regular season. Yeah. It's, it's got to be like the third or fourth. Okay, all right, we'll, we'll get yeah. it. Yeah. How? You know what I'm saying? Because most niggas, I, who was, I think that was you telling me yesterday. Larry Bird retired at 30s. 34. Larry Bird was 34 when he retired. MJ, MJ played his last playoff game at 30, 34. And Kobe, Kobe played his last playoff game at 33. LeBron James is possibly on the best team he's been on his whole career. Right. And he's about <laughs> to possibly absurd. win three more rings. He's still he's the captain of the All-Star team now. Again. At the age 34. Right. How is it too late? And I think we also got to have the, the conversation will eventually shift around what's old. Because a lot of people think like 30 is old. Mm-hmm. That's why Gary is trying to encourage 40-year-olds to move off the big-ass houses that they got the mortgages on mm-hmm. and go live back with their parents. Like, you young as fuck. I don't care if you're 40. You young as fuck. Listen, he like, look, I'm 44 years old right now. And the secret that nobody is telling you, you're going to feel the exact same you felt when you were 16. Wow. He said, why are we not having this conversation? This it's, is a real thing. Like, it. I feel the same. Because <laughs> it's, it's a mentality saying yeah, It's crazy that you touched on the um, moving back with your parents shit. Because my mom is... It's 2000. She, she'll be 58. Mm. She'll be 58. We moved back with my grandmother when I was 17. Mm-hmm. So that was... 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. So she was 47. Okay. Right? Damn. Okay. Um, as a result of the all the mother crisis when it hit in 08, mm-hmm. um, we had, we like, damn, they lost everything. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, moved from where we was uh, and moved back to the city at the time. We was in Clinton Township. We was there for, like, two years. Shit was great. You know what I'm saying? Right. Had nice school, all that shit. You feel me? But then things happened and we had to move back. So, the fact that my mom, she was able to move with my grandmother, having nothing at the age of 47, but now today, you know, she's living out of state, has a fucking nice-ass crib, right? living life, doing what the fuck she want, you know what I'm saying? Probably in the capacity that she never has before. Right. My mom was 47 when that happened, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's... Even in itself, that inspires me. Damn. That's a testament. Man, that's, 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 that's not the life I should want. That's fire, bro. Because I think about like, what if I'm what if I'm age fifty, and that's when I have to deal with the biggest obstacle or biggest adversity I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I said I don't care. Like literally, what happens to me throughout life, I'm not gonna use it as an excuse. Like, and 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 you know, I, people tell me not to say this all the time, but like. I, was, I said, if my legs get ripped off in some horrifying event, <laughs> as long as I can still think, write, and speak, 
I've already, I still yeah. have enough to impact and yeah. impact generations. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do, bro. Bro, bro that's, that's all it takes. You take that voice. I hope your ladies don't get rid of it. I mean, I, and I, I hope mine don't either. Bro, and but, it gives me a hell of a perspective when I wake up still having legs. That I'm is grateful great. right away. Gratitude. Bro. Gratitude, bro. That's, that's the simple real. shit that we take for granted every single day. Man, the fact I'm even able to do this. Bro, somebody, 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 somebody. Bro. But, um. To what you were saying, though, you know what I'm saying with uh, legs, it's like if that does happen, it was supposed to. Supposed to, <laughs> like that's that's right, right, right. you know what I'm saying. So and that's easier to say while we got legs. I hope it don't. You right. know what I'm saying because I might be the nigga like, no, fuck my legs get ripped. I know, right? But right, it's supposed to happen. It's shit gonna be okay. One thing I can assure you okay. is you will find happiness again. I actually read about it in this uh, book called The Happiness Hypothesis. Where they study like paraplegic people who lost their ability to walk and do things like these people happiness levels kind of like recover and like like actually they found what happens is they find newfound peace in a new circumstance and also as much as you might think somebody in the wheelchair is depressed there's a lot of perks that come along with it that they start to enjoy as well like, oh shit! People respect me off time. Right, right, people right. feel sorry for me off time. I never have to touch another door in my life. Like uh, you know what I'm saying? And it's like. Um, if you're one of those Real old people who end up in, you know, or in them old homes, like your family don't care about you, the system taking care of you, I feel like that's personally your fault. Mm -hmm. Because while you was uh, 15, while you was 20, while you was 30, that means you wasn't impacting enough lives. Because I'm no, that's not going to be my predicament. Right. Right. <laughs> you, you impacted enough lives to the point where if that happens to you, they feel guilty about that right. shit happening. So I, I figure, now we talking about it being too late. I feel like in a regard, it can be too late to impact. Okay. Because like, let's say you in that home and you wonder like, where is everybody at? Like, I ain't got no family. Nobody loves me. Uh, it's too late. It's too fuck. late. You should have been Man, on it. <laughs> it's too late to impact them. Man, it's too late to impact them. You can go get you a new audience right, somewhere. You might find a new it's audience. Though. <laughs> yeah, hey, I like I, I like how optimistic you are, bro. Bro, that's another thing, bro. Left out optimism. Optimism, bro. Optimism at all times. Let that be your default. Who, bro? Optimism. Always finding. Trying to find focus on what's positive in the situation, right? What's good, you know what I'm saying? Even with like what happened, you know what I'm saying? With tragedy, shit like that, you may not see what's good that's coming out of it, but just focus on the idea of something good being able to fast, 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 being grateful for the situations that aren't even here yet, but you know will be exactly, you know what I'm saying? And when you have a personal experience with that. That increases your faith even more. When you're like, hey, hey, wait a minute. I've witnessed myself be grateful for something I didn't have, and it manifested. So you're like, yo, I can do this again, and I can use my powers for more yeah. type shit. Because it starts to feel like a superpower. This is what Earl Nightingale talked about. He like, yeah, it's it's. he said, there is a power. It's kind of like soil. Like, you can plant whatever you want to plant mm -hmm. in this soil, mm -hmm. and it's going to grow. Yep. Whether it's corn or whether it's nightshade. Nightshade is like a daily poison. Mm -hmm. But... The, the soil will grow that poison in abundance too if that's what you plant in there. That's what you plant. So, it's all about what you plant. You bro. taught me that one though, bro. Being grateful, dog. Gratitude, bro. It's, this, it's my superpower, bro. It's what it's what gets me through. It's and it's probably the reason why, you know, a lot of people gonna love me in the end, come to my funeral in the end, and it's probably gonna be the reason a lot of people fucking hate me. Gratitude. Such is life. <laughs> so, <laughs> Such is um, life. Um, Moving on to the next segment, man. I just want to oh, talk yeah. about friends uh, versus frenemies. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had those people like when I was in high school, you know, teenage years. I had those people that I wanted just around me, you know, because one shit else to do as a teenager. Like, hey, come on through, bro. We're going to mm -hmm. chill. We're going to smoke, kick it. Mm -hmm. And those people that I used to chill with, bro, and my mom was telling me it was no good for me. They gone. Like, they're wow. nowhere in my life. They're nowhere Mama's in the picture, bro. Man. It's, and it's like, you know, mama, I guess mama was right again. You learn, you learn the hard way everybody not your friend right and so it's like i just wanted to ask you like you know like how do you type how do you almost like like kind of not separate yourself from it but like i guess it's kind of like it's no avoiding it for real so it's like right. how do you balance that you know Man, what i'm saying um i think a lot of that okay well let's just let's just say first a lot of those situations are subjective Facts. Um, depending on what person you're dealing with versus the type of person you are, uh, you know what I'm saying? Results may vary type shit, right? Facts. But I think that, man, how can I say it? Um, you you got to let things play out how they're going to play out. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
I'll say like, for example, if you're uncertain about a situation with somebody, you sit back, don't, my dad always told me this, like don't let nobody get you out your square, even though it's hard, mm. but don't always react out of emotion when you're, you know what I'm saying, dealing with somebody you feel like may not um, be there or is not supposed to be there later on, you right. know what I'm saying? Because they'll show you who they are. They will. They'll, they'll, they'll do that they'll for you. Themselves. You know what I'm saying? If you just stick to who you are, you know what I'm saying? For example, um, I had people that I used to run with in high school, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was 14 years old, going to uh, Southeastern at the time, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And me and some of my homies, who I, I see not one of them, like to this day, yeah. back then it was like nine of us. You know it felt saying? it felt good to be part of that alliance. It did. Though, it, did. Right? Like, it did. It was like I had some some people that I knew had my back type shit that wasn't going to judge me. You know what I'm saying? From what I thought, but then even in, even in that crew, uh, jealousy can breed. Because I remember like I was I was the kid. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I was a hooper. So, but if I would beat somebody or if I get more respect than this person, you you could tell like somebody yeah, might feel a certain way about that shit. Because right. then they'll start. You know what I'm saying? Trying to market at you for no reason, trying to say a little slick shit. You know what I'm saying? And you peep it though. Yeah, you peep like, the little <laughs> slick shit. Yeah, it's like real you know slight. It's very, very like, slight. I start getting played from, you know what I'm saying? Females and shit like that. Shit like that. And such and such might say, oh, that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Just to throw salt, like, damn, my nigga, but <laughs> like I said, bro, yeah, bro. But like I said, they're not around now. They phase themselves out. You know what I'm saying? Versus somebody like that I know has my best interest as I have in theirs. You know For what sure. I'm saying? Like us. You know what I'm saying? Like the relationship developed on its own. You know what I mean? I'm not just sitting up here talking to you about stuff that I believe you can benefit me with, vice versa. It's like we just had everyday combos and we want to see each other with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think a lot of that also just has to do deal with uh, once again, self-insurance, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know who you are, right. I know who I am. You know what I'm saying? There's no insecurities on the level where, oh shit, well, this nigga doing that, I gotta make, no, it's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's where we can respect each other. And I think back then, the difference was, you know, I don't blame them either, you know what I'm saying? We was kids, but the difference was like, they weren't secure enough within themselves. That's this, and that's that's one thing that made it obvious. Like you said, they'll they'll kind of reveal themselves over time. And if anybody's watching this, and you ever like slighted your man's because females is around, fuck you. All right, lame nigga. Cut this shit off. Don't even, don't even watch this shit. You or change that shit now. Like, right now, like, like shift that that's shit, bro. It. That's some hating that's that shit. It. That means you haven't figured out who You're you done. are. If you got to try to slight somebody else to look good or something like that. And, you know, I had a big brother like that. My big brother, like, you know, when chicks used to come around, you know, him being fat and shit, you know what I'm saying? Me being almost down there right behind him, you know, he would try to, like, he would try to, like, slight me, you know what I'm saying? Make me look like the less appealing brother. Like, you know, he would say little things about me I don't want people to know and shit. Why? Try to embarrass me right away. See? For what? Because he wasn't secure within himself. He wasn't secure within himself. He wasn't happy with where, or he wasn't getting the amount of love that he may have wanted, but you get Damn. So why the fuck you gotta get something? Is he getting on? You know what I'm saying? Damn. If I'm not getting on, then we you. fuck this up for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody getting no pussy. Like damn, bro. How you know I'm not your plug? Right. I'm I can be that source, bro. <laughs> Facts, you know what bro. I'm saying? Everybody can't be a shooting guard. Some niggas gotta play center. Yeah. Some niggas, damn, bro. Some niggas can't be James Harden, bro. Sometimes you gotta be PJ motherfucking uh, <laughs> PJ Tucker. <laughs> Everybody's, PJ Tucker, hey, sometimes you gotta do PJ Tucker type you know shit, right? PJ Tucker is good. He good. In life. He great. He's oh. cool standing in the court because he knows who he is. He's a It's like Gary said, the number 50 guy at Facebook made a fuckload <laughs> more than I, I killed him in number 100, nigga. Versus <laughs> what I'm doing. Exactly. How, how, how big of a company is Facebook monetary wise? They trillion dollar company, bro. Trillion. And they have fucking the hundredth nigga has a hundred million dollars. Not at a least. store. Not a store. No, not no storefront. They're an app. Damn. They're a fucking little app on your phone. A little bitty square app on your I phone. Mean, trillion dollars. Trillion. I told it was a million. They trillion. They got T's. Trillion. T's. I think I'm doing the wrong thing. Yes, bro. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trillion. Yeah, but bro. see, that's the thing, niggas. 
niggas gotta just take time to learn what security is. And I'm not the most secure nigga, don't get that twisted, but I'm saying that if I recognize that, mm -hmm. if I recognize that as a thing, right. like that's the step, that's the first step that would have to be taken. Yeah. So friends versus frenemies. And another thing, like as we were saying before with how the universe works, I think that those people that are your frenemies, mm -hmm. they played some type of role. Facts. Something. Facts. Even if it was the small, it might have just been to say a certain word to the tribute, yep. to feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. They may have went through something that you witnessed that you said, nah, I'm straight on that shit. And shaped you for the rest of your life. Facts. I don't think, I don't think they come off accident. So I, I don't think nothing is accident. Nothing, bro. Nothing. Yeah. So, frenemies, embrace it. Embrace, embrace it. Embrace it and don't worry about it. Let it phase itself out or play itself out to, you know what I'm saying, what it's supposed to be. Because, or you might be that person that changes down for the better. For sure, you know what I'm saying it can go both ways, but you know. Like and if saying, you feel like you're in a situation too where this person is just kind of like getting more from you than 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 you're actually able to get from them, it's not a fifty fifty relationship no more. If you feel like you're in a situation like that, you might want to act now and right. like just get out of that predicament. Well, yeah, like I said, you know, subjective. Subjective, right? You know For saying? sure. Yeah, don't stick around nobody as walking up to you smacking the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Then you got to smack the shit out of them, but. I will say, you know what I'm saying, even with that person smacking the shit out of you, what did that taught you? You know what I'm saying? Wait, what don't let certain people get that close, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's subjective, you know what I mean? But um for for me personally, like that situation with my friends, like mm -hmm. at the time I didn't uh notice what they may have been teaching me right. in life, but now I'm looking at it looking back. That situation as a grown man, it's like I know that I don't want to steal clothes. Mm -hmm. I know that I right. don't want to, you know what I'm saying, be the type of person that's just stuck in one type of atmosphere or, uh, you know what I'm saying, do shit that goes against my character to prove myself to somebody because that's what I was. Right. You know what I'm saying? I skip school. If you feel me, I yeah. throw rocks at cars. Shit. Shit. Stupid Damn. shit, bro. Damn. Because I'm with my because friends. I'm with them. But I know that. Now, I'm not gonna let nobody influence me outside of what I am. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean, like when I say, sometimes you gotta let shit play out, but then also sometimes you gotta act now. Like, niggas know right from wrong then. At the so end of the you, day, right? So you decide that. Yep, yeah, so. Um, man, last topic I want to hit on, man. Damn, um, this last one I mean, I'm pretty sure it'll, it'll find its way into another. <laughs> but, um, but this is what I personally want to hit on. Maybe you have something you wanted to, uh, you know, just get off your chest. But this is one we talk about every day. This is this is a conversation I value over all conversations, <laughs> more than anything. Um, personal brand, mm. personal branding, bro. Because um, you know, every day. <laughs> the human race, we, we've we've made a we've made a dramatic shift as far as how we are how we're evolving. Um, nobody before. 2005 or 2000, 1996, whenever the internet came, nobody before that time saw it coming. Nice. The internet just kind of happened. Right. It was as a matter of fact type of thing. It's like, wait a minute, this can link to this, mm -hmm. but that can link to that. And it's mm -hmm. like, now we have a web of shit that can link to each other. And that's yeah. all it is. It's crazy. Pages that link to other pages. Yeah. So when this first got discovered, we like, wait a minute, now we can communicate here at scale. I want to know from coming from you personally, like, like what was your, what was your first experience? Like, you know, with the internet and then realizing there was an opportunity to like brand yourself with this thing. Mm, my first personal experience with the internet and I realized the opportunity, I would like to say it may have been a couple different situations because I wasn't on my space. I was still in that realm of like, uh, not really understanding what it was. So I'm like, all right, let me stay the fuck away from this before my mom would my ass type shit. But to be honest, um, you remember LimeWire? Yes, where you get the music from. Yeah. Damn. And I was definitely, you know what I'm saying, part of that kid group that had the MP3 player. Oh, I go download dog. my fucking. Uh, what was that Bill Flint messenger here on everything, bro? bro. <laughs> <laughs> was it a Bill? Was that Bill Flint? Yeah, no. This is a play. Bunch of shit. Like, what the fuck is that? Nigga, right. this ain't way. Right. Nah, but yeah. So, even that in itself, it was like, hold on. 
I could get this song and nobody at Lil Wayne Kush, you know what I'm saying? Uh crank that Batman and shit. Type like, shit. I could get this right. without paying for it. You know what I'm saying? All Bro, I gotta do is type this shit in and like that, and that's not even like get on like the whole like porn thing. You feel me? Right. That's a whole that's the same thing. So right. you feel me? But I think at that point it was like, okay, this is a tool tool right right the internet is a tool it's something that i can use for my own personal benefit that i realized so i was like oh eight so i was like 16. now fast forward um to uh 17 18 i don't know if you remember the dance called uh, jerking yeah so me this is little to be known but me and it's my cousins you know what i'm saying so my homeboys we created a crew where we would try to jerk and at that point in time I was just starting Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say around that time, like we put out certain videos, you know what I'm saying? Of us doing the damn footwork and all that yeah. shit. And uh, we get feedback from like chicks. I was like, oh shit, this shit you and y'all are right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, but that later went into, yo, I ain't fucking with this shit no more. Mm-hmm. That's just rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, me, um, my cousin Huey Fred, and rest in peace. Um, and his younger brother was also my cousin Ali Keys. Um, that's the crew Dope Div. Um, at that point in time, we was known as Quite Crispy, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put out content on like Facebook. Um, uh, even of us just starting, it was fucking trash, but we put it out. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we began to get feedback from you know what I'm saying. People they went to school with. You feel me? People I went to school and shit like that. I was like 2011, so later on, that shit turned into, I remember the first time it really like did something for me. Um, I was watching a documentary with uh, Huey, and we were so inspired by it. He was like, fuck this, bro. I'm about to get us a show. Let me just find the show. He just went and Googled Damn. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit open mics, bro. Word. I remember that Man. night, bro. And he Google found, he Googled it. Googled it. Google. We were talking about it, and then he Googled this, bro. Okay. And when he did that, he found a talent show at this bar called The Ritz. It's on Nine Mile and Hoover. And he's like, yo, we got to do this. All right, bet. We went run down bar, shit like that. Ran by, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that seemed like you, you know, probably wouldn't know about hip hop, but mm. probably did. But um, long story short, we went on to perform. First, one of our first shows, it was like our second one officially, one of our first shows, and we was nervous as hell, but uh, we did so well. We didn't win the, t- the contest, but we did so well. We made a snap there. People started recognizing us there. You know what I'm saying? We became a household name within that small community of that group of people that performed. And from that, we met someone that put us hip to a circuit, an underground circuit of hip-hop shows. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That happens in the city. So... That um, drove us to uh, trying to perform there. We just went to check it out. It was called The Crack House at the time. Mm. Um, it was off Jefferson on Iron Street downtown. And uh, <clears throat> we just went there, checked it out. And uh, we was like, yeah, this is the vibe we want. But we didn't know how he was going to perform. So what we did was had a bunch of our friends tweet, I want to see Dope Dead perform at The Crack House. Mm. I want to see Dope Dead. If you want to see us perform, and I swear, we, we got off like maybe like 150 tweets, which was a mm, lot. That's a lot. Time. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. We retweeted everyone, everyone. And then the nigga that ran the shit at the time was like, you want to perform? You got it. You got this set one man. And the rest, you know, just took off from there. But all from, bro, Google, Googling, man. You know what I'm saying? So I say twenty early 2010s type shit, you know what I'm saying, is when I really like got that first look at like, okay, this shit. It's damn near necessary. necessary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be relevant today as anyone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what everybody, that's like damn near like not having shoes on. It's the new currency. It's the new currency. I imagine a world where, you know, you walk in for like, or to try to get a job where you you head to the interview or you about to apply for something, and all the employer got to do is just pull up your social profile. Mm-hmm. This is who you are on a social level. Social level. <laughs> Which is one reason why my company is not. I don't follow them niggas. But if they wanted right. to get on my shit, they probably could. 
But yeah, I'm look, bro. You can type me in anywhere, and right. I'm gonna pop. My shit gonna pop right, right up, right, bam, right there. Oh, everything I'm about, and if you don't accept what I'm about, that's yeah, perfectly that's fine. That's what it is. Yeah, then that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? But just them having that power too. The power you know too. It's there. Facts. You feel me? So, like, it's 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 like the new wheel down there. You know what I'm saying? Like the internet, like that's and everything being technology based. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. That's the direction we're going in. So it's. It's an extremely powerful, you know what I'm saying, resource. You know, you just got to know how to use it in the manner in which what's best for you. And I feel like you, you on the, just, you know, even on the small scale, I feel like you got a pretty decent, like, personal brand right now. Like, a nice, <laughs> decent following. Like, yeah, damn, first of all, nobody fuck with me on Twitter. Stop, and I'm perfectly stop, fine bro. with that. I'm perfectly fine with that because I've already, like, accepted what I'm here to do. I'm here to put out the content and not ask for shit else. There it is. That's it. That's why I was saying stop it. Like, <laughs> so, like, this yeah, so, like, when people find it, they'll find it. You know, even if that could be 20 years after I'm gone, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But they'll find it. Man, um, I was know. literally just having that convo with um, one of my sisters, Detroit J. Shout out Detroit J. And uh, Ali. And... Because um, I was telling them about how I want to just put out certain content for myself. It'll be the first time I put it out by myself. Won't, won't, you know what I'm saying? But I'm at the point where, you know, I'm putting shit out without worrying about the outcome. Because right. that shit can change. Like, if you put out a post and Gary V shared it, them, I bet niggas will fuck with you on Twitter. Niggas, gonna, you know niggas, what I'm saying? niggas gonna find my videos from and on, on YouTube from 2017 and shit, bro. And bring them back to service. Hundred thousands of views. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely you, not. You got the right approach, bro. Yeah, I'm definitely not worried about that though. But um, like I said, you, you, I feel like you got a real good social community. Like you could put out content. Um, a lot of people, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get that engagement from your core following, and I'm starting to develop that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You know, uh, you, you talked about the fact that um, when y'all was first performing, when 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 Huey Googled um, that performance and y'all mm -hmm. found it, it wasn't an immediate win. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes your losses can turn into your wins. Yeah. So it's like, true. you know what I'm saying? Like like we just mentioned earlier, just because you put the content out now and it's not doing nothing, don't mean it won't impact somebody later on. So like, when is losing, when is losing actually losing? Just because it's not ROI positive right. don't mean it's an immediate loss. Facts. And I think losing is when you say you lost. You know what I'm saying? When you legit have that have that um, consciousness like, you know what, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Only you can decide that. Right. Literally. You feel me? Like, when you, who, who was it? Will, Will Smith. And be careful when you say it, too, because Will Smith said, uh, what is it, success lies at the edge of destruction? Mm. Right when you get to that point, saying you're ready to give up, you know what I'm saying? Usually, that huge blessing is right there. That's wow. why That's why I'm I'm never going to give up until I get that, you know what I'm saying? Charlie Munger, the, the billionaire who's, uh, you know, he's he's Warren Buffett's, uh, you know, co-chairman co of uh, Berkshire Hathaway. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're worth a trillion now. But um yeah, he just gave out basic advice. Talk about hearing that word and then just trillion. Trillion. He's like Damn. he's like, look, man, the funny thing about opportunity is it, it has a bad habit of slipping in through the back door, usually yeah, disguised as some type of uh, you know, misfortune or temporary defeat. It disguises wow. itself, but it's an opportunity nonetheless. Right. And that's just kinda like what you hit on. Yeah, man. You know You never you never know when that dub is coming and that's like one of, one of the bigger examples of that. I think for me, it's a little exciting, even though it's scary. It is. You know what I'm saying? Because like- It's the unknown. It's the unknown, but that's, it can be a gift and a curse. It is a gift. It is If we were so certain, bro, we wouldn't do shit. Right. That's right, why I right. value, that's like Neil Tyson, I value being that's able right. to die. Yeah, because it, it it forces us to go after. Yeah, yeah. You know your expiration date coming. Yep. But you so, got to go after it now. Yep. Tupac, you bro, make that decision. He only had twenty five rotations around this bitch, mm. but he will be here. I guarantee but you, hundreds of years, bro. If there is a fail, if there, yeah, he's you gonna he's, he penetrated. And that's but you know that's that's that level of consciousness. Pac was was there. You know what I'm saying? And he was hip to put the content game before. Yeah. There was a yeah, he was hit to putting the shit out. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. I don't you know care if they don't have a name. I'm not we'll even gonna be here. Put that shit out there. You <laughs> he know what I'm saying? Like, which is fucking genius. genius. But um, with with within that journey, you know what I'm saying? From A to Z, 
like for me personally, like I feel like I'm in between them lips. You know what mm, I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I might be like at fucking I. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Going to you know what I'm saying the other letters because like you know <clears throat> me I'm for the people that don't know um I'm a artist in a group. Uh, but I'm about to start my journey as a solo artist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? With the passing of one of uh, my group members. Yeah. Mind you, I was already in the in the works of doing that. Mm. But how the universe works. How the universe works. Put it there. Right. You know, this is what's happening. Damn near forces. You right. know what I'm saying? Which I embrace at the same time. Yeah. And that's why I was saying part of it is like, like you're saying the the unknown is scary, yeah. But it's also exciting. At the same, you know what right. I'm saying? Like with bro passing, I I'm eager to see like the impact he will have on me, yeah. That I can deliver to other people. Other like, people. That's 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 kind of like yeah. You know what I'm saying? What what I what I what keeps me going too. Facts. And that's optimism. Being optimistic, right. seeing that positivity that yeah, this happened, but. Watch what happens next. What do you think will be like, um, you know, because it's a lot of people in predicaments like that. Like even me last year, I was in a predicament, you know, with some business partners that I'm like, you know what? I can't I can't do this. thing. I got to do my own thing. Right. Like what? Like for you, like what was that process like of mm -hmm. like, you know, trying to transition to solo? And then like, what do you think could be some of the pros and cons? Right. Well, that I'm still within that process. Um, It's not <clears throat> it's not easy. There's, mm -hmm. there's no cookie cutter. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? template that I can say, like I say, all this shit is subjective. However, for me personally, um, just knowing that that's a possibility, knowing mm -hmm. that there is, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Some people get hit with certain shit and they'll be like, like we were saying before, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out. I lose. Right. But like me, I don't believe I'm a loser. I know I'm Facts. a winner. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> if, if I'm a winner, I have to win. Right. Winners win. Winners losers, win. losers lose. Winners win. That's <laughs> that's what it is. And even some losses are subjective. Subjective. Because some we sometimes we chalk the loss up too early. Yep. It's like Gary said. Like, look, if you look at life like sports, nigga, might, life might just have you down at halftime. It's that's a whole it. other fucking half. Let's like, go. Or Let's it might out. life might have just took, went on a seven zero run. That's it. Bounce back, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. The whole state <laughs> lost a three one lead. Golden State lost a 3-1 lead. Never before Don't ever done. forget that. Never. Now, we'll never forget that. If you down Golden State loss after a 3-1 lead. Was that the, the same NBA season? Finals? Was that the very yes, same season yes, that sir. they was yes, up sir. or down to OKC? When Kev, that was Kevin the Durant season that there. they went 73-9. and nine. And they was that was they down 3-1 to Kevin Durant now? And then they came back and smacked him. And, and remember, he joined them the next year. Yeah. So that was the same season. They yes, was sir. they was yes, down sir. three one, yeah, came back, and then went it. to the finals and yep. was up three one and lost yep. it. Like, yep. After after Brian beat him, it's like, oh shit, we gotta do something about this. Who you gonna get? And I remember seeing the interview too, bro. Just just saying. Right. I remember seeing the interview. Dray uh no, excuse me. Kevin Durant said, Draymond said to him, mind you, you already cussed him out and all that other shit. Okay. Called the bitch to his face. Whatever. Damn, okay. But, Post that. All right. But, right? <laughs> he said, we already got two. No, how many did they have? They already got the ring. They won one at that point. Mm -hmm. So like, we already got a championship. How many you think we can win with you on board? You know what I'm saying? So he said that just to persuade him to be like, but KD got his rings whatever, in whatever way he got them. Mm -hmm. But at that moment in time, when he was up and lost, he could have said, you know what I'm saying, ain't no fucking way I'm back. He went right. back twice. You right. know what I'm saying? Even though it was some bullshit. <clears throat> but he got it. He got yeah, it. he got it. He so got it. And it's, that was his loss that turned into a dub. But that's why he's in, that's exactly why he's over in Brooklyn now. Because yeah, he, he knows personally for himself. I have to accomplish this. And I now, support that. I was about to say that I salute. KD, I salute, salute that, that for sure. Salute that. That because you know what I'm saying? He was he was he wasn't my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, by a long time. shot. By a long right, by a long shot. He wasn't my favorite. <laughs> but this that's that's a real nigga move he's taking now, and that's something I can definitely support. I don't that. know if you ever heard of Patrick, but David, he's an entrepreneur. Um, his the name of his cha channel on YouTube is called Valuetainment. Okay. You you might come across his content one day, but okay. when you see Valuetainment, you'd be like, "This is what Cordell was talking about." Valuetainment. Valuetainment. Okay. Yep. Okay. And so, um, you know, he made it. He made a case that. As soon as the, the Cavs won that championship, he was like, this 
win was not just about the calf. This this means something for all entrepreneurs across the globe. Mm. That even when it seems impossible, it's possible. So like the fact that he yeah. flipped that scenario and applied it to his own life is like you right. Right. And that's why that's why we use the sports to life analogy so well because they damn near go hand in hand. It's a certain mindset that goes into it, bro. Yeah, it's a determination mindset. And, and all all this shit, everything, all this right starts here. Mindset, you know what I'm right. saying the fact we sitting here that you had the idea from this is now. The fact you got the shit you need here, here. Right. You know what I'm saying that phone. Right. It it's, it's, it starts with a thought. You, again, I give you this credit. You told me it starts with a thought that manifests itself into reality. Mm -hmm. So if you, like I was saying, you decide when you lost. Right. If you lost, you, you think it up here and you have lost. Damn. But if you if you feel like you losing and you think up here that you winning, you can win. You will win, bro. I don't. I don't know, man. It, I think it's just it's just in my being, bro. You know what I'm saying, yeah. like. I can't accept accept anything beneath what I know I'm worth, Facts. bro. I'm not worth losing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not worth being in situations where I lose. I'll right. say that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, that's crazy I you say that because losing. Gary mentioned it. Uh, he said, you know, I, I, he said, I actually love losing. Mm -hmm. He said, I've learned to embrace it more. Mm -hmm. He said, because guess what? My L's are my L's. Mm -hmm. They don't got shit to do with you. Oh, okay. Okay. And I don't know who, I thought it was sure. who I was talking to when he was like, can you just imagine how many L's Gary took? Bruh. But the fact that he doesn't care, he's like, I don't give a fuck. Because so, like because it's like what Thomas Edison said, there's really no such thing as failure. Okay. If this if this if this mechanism is actually guiding you towards success, did mm -hmm. failure exist in the first place? If losing made you a winner, mm -hmm. did did you really lose? Did you really lose? Did you really lose? And that going going back to the boy Gary V, his losses, I in my personal opinion, what I get from that is those are still his dubs. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> <laughs> reverse engineer. You feel me? And even when he lost, he still won, bro, because he doesn't have a he doesn't Gary V does not have a losing mentality. Bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. I don't care what he say. Right. I believe that he does not have a because if he if losers have losing mentality, they do loser shit. Right. Gary V is not a loser, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the proof is in the pudding, bro. Fact. You know what I'm saying? I can only say so much about that, but yes. look, you know what I'm saying? Look, but <laughs> going to what you were saying, how many losses he took, I think I think it was us because we discussed the, uh, I saw a post he made where he was showing, and this is so inspirational. I think about it, you know what I'm saying, when I feel like I'm losing. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Don't I don't believe, but I feel like I'm Yeah, it, it moments. It's moments like It's moments for sure. Um, he posted every single episode of Wine Library yep. mm -hmm. that he ever did. And what he was doing was he started from one and he didn't show the audio of every episode, but he, he had a voiceover yep. telling you about why he kept going, you know yep. what I'm saying, where he was mentally at that point in time. And that video was seven minutes. I watched every second of it. That post, I'll say, was right. seven minutes. You know, them fucking episodes went over a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Over a thousand like, episodes. Like, you and that still work. wasn't it. Right. And each episode, bro, he was in this rundown room mm -hmm. with a fucking desk about this yep. wide. Maybe and six, you started noticing more and more paraphernalia. Yeah, behind. you started noticing a little growth, but you didn't see a fucking 50 <laughs> by 40 office that he has in a fucking penthouse. <laughs> exactly. You saw. <laughs> You saw he said he was in somebody else's business. Like, hey, can I borrow this room? Feel, yeah, yeah. That's what I truly believe. And every now and then you see different faces, you know what I'm saying, right. came through to support his guests yep. and whatnot. But he kept going. And by the time that video was over, there are still the videos are still going. So, excuse me. I believe that, you know what I'm saying, if that nigga can like I know I didn't see that on accident. Yeah. So I'm glad I did. But if that nigga can do that a thousand times, who am I to stop after? 30 songs. Right. 40 posts. Right. After, you know what I'm after saying? After one year. After <laughs> one year. After, you know what I'm saying? Uh, some type of some type of metric that doesn't meet my personal standard for an imaginary it. deadline that I have Damn. In, 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 uh, in correlation with my age or in correlation with where somebody else is, where I should be because I believe I'm better than them, but they was here when I was here. But now they're here. Right. 
I should be here, right. but that's false. There's no one way in this shit. You right. know what I'm saying? That's what Donald Kennedy said. That there ain't no one way in. It's try and fail. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Try and fail. Yep. Try and fail. You know what I'm saying? Because if you fail, you keep trying. Eventually, you'll win. Biggie said, you know what I'm saying? The advice you got for artists. We put this on our first mixtape, too. Um, late nights and traffic lights. A lot of motherfuckers may not know about that. But in that interview, he said, keep banging on that wall. If we can punch this wall all day, that wall, it may not break. First, thousand punches. Right. Ten thousand. We'll knock it down. Right. Keep banging. Exactly. And it's like Dom said, you know, he said, try and fail, which brings me to what Les Brown said. He said, fail your way to greatness. Mm. Just do it. Just yeah. fail your way to greatness. Yeah. That's why Robert Kiyosaki said you need to be failing forward faster. You hesitating. Who should I jump in? Right. You fucking yourself up. That's it. That's it. Everything is learned out here. It's it's certain elements that you learn out here in the field trying and fucking up mm -hmm. that you never learn spectating. Bro, I think that uh <laughs> it's so funny. Not to bring in, you know what I'm saying, our job, but for example, you get trained to do a job. Right. Right. They can only train you so much. Eventually, you have to do the job yeah. and understand why you shouldn't place your hair here because it'll get burned. Right. Or why you shouldn't make this turn at this speed because right. Right. this is a curve that nobody else has been on. Right. But you've been on it. Experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that experience hones you. Now you can, you know what I'm saying? Whip anywhere type shit. Exactly. You feel me? You so, can do it with a banana in your hand. Now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. A little fucking hot ass coffee and shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But it's like those mistakes or those errors or those knockdowns. I think even I heard Kevin Hart say, you know what I'm saying? When he went to Hollywood, he got told no so many times. Yeah. He was just accustomed to it that the word no didn't mean anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, to the motherfucker say yes. It's like, oh shit, for real? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's another uh and I know I don't mean to be, you know what I'm saying, no, ranting and shit, no. but there's another video I saw of uh Wiz Khalifa and this shit was this shit was pretty uh profound to me at the time because it was like right after my brother passed. Mm -hmm. And um he was it was this personal video he made and he was, you know what I'm saying, just greeting people talking and shit like that looking at the camera not people yeah. it's like yo what's up you know what i'm saying today is about you you know what i'm saying he was like uh if somebody tell you no that don't mean no right that just means not for no right and when i heard that it was just like damn like right you decide when you lost you decide when no actually means no mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying right now People don't get it twisted. No means no in certain capacities. Don't go end up in jail. You don't yeah, feel raping nobody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, don't come on now. Yeah. Use your brain. But I'm saying the even the saying, don't take no for an answer. Like no is only no when you accept it when it comes to your own personal advancement. This is why I'm so big on personal branding and, and we talked about it earlier. The reason why I decide for the rest of my life, I'm no longer asking for anything. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if, like, if I don't make it to where I ultimately said I, I truly don't care because I know it's the journey I'm trying to enjoy. Journey, yeah. So, yeah. Um, like, I'm okay with just just how things, you know, turn out overall. So, like you said, no doesn't no, doesn't necessarily mean no. And I feel like once you've gotten your brand to, like, a certain place, you no longer have to ask anyway. Nope. They come asking you. It will come. Like, you. I don't have to ask to go out on a date with. Uh, with Stacy Dash, right. she's seen my brand, she's seen my content, she want to talk to me. You, me. you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm so big on put building your brand first, and whatever happens from there, let's see what. That's right. What that's just like uh, a nigga like Zion Williamson. You know what I'm saying? Like he was in high school doing between the legs, three sixty dunk, <laughs> just playing ball. You know what I'm saying? The hot, one of the most prestigious <clears throat> universities in the country. Scouted him, mm. scouted, you know what I'm saying? Like, because of who he was, right. because of his personal brand and being able yeah. to perform. And the content that, that they was able to The content to do. that they was at, exactly, exactly. And when niggas come to him with a shoe deal, he didn't ask them. He didn't ask them. They came to him. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you. that's that's something that you, you just keep in your mind that you just do you. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And the opportunities will present themselves. Like, you don't have to be desperate at ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, again, subjective. But even with, like, for example, 
when we perform in certain places. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's niggas that still paying to perform. Right. I'm strongly against that. Because not only are you, the reason that that show is going to do great is because you're performing. Right. Even if you're an opening act, that builds, that venue, this is a lot of people don't know what they won't tell you either. That builds the reputation of that venue. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Hell yeah, I went to a dog ass show at such and such. You know what I'm saying? Right. That shit was live as hell. Oh, shit. Consciously, whoever you're telling might be like, all right, so next time I know I'll have a good time there because such and such told me they had a good time. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if somebody truly see you're creating the value that that place needs that book you, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? They're nothing without you. Right. You're the performer, you know what I'm saying? So that's why, like I said, I'm strongly against paying because not only are you giving up your personal value by being there, your personal brand by performing, but you're also giving up monetary value. And you won't be treated as you should be treated if you're the one to give up all of that. Because it's like, of course, they'll take advantage of the aspect of, oh, they paying us. And they want to, oh, yeah, we give them a little, you know what I'm saying, six, yeah. seven minutes set. You know what I'm saying? So you don't, you don't want to be taken advantage of, you know what I'm saying? Like, know your worth as who you are. You and know? I ain't going to say I disagree, mm -hmm. but this is here's where I'm going to challenge you on that. Okay. Because, like, for me personally, I can't, I don't know, like, well, you can, but I don't know if you really can put a price on attention. Mm -hmm. Because I know, like, 100 years ago, if you wanted to get attention, that shit costed mm -hmm. you your life. Okay. To get a billboard, you know how yeah, much a yeah, fucking billboard cost fast, fast, years ago. Yeah. But now that I can give Facebook or Instagram five cent a fucking nickel and uh -huh. then show it to a couple people, sweet. Right. So it's like, um, I'm not, I'm not doing the math with how much I spend on Instagram and Facebook. I just oh, did yeah. my taxes yesterday. They said I spent around four fifty last year on that shit. Okay. I feel like I need to spend quadruple the amount this year. You. you know what I'm saying? Because I'm being seen by more you. people. So you. it's like, can you actually put a price on being seen and being exposed to? So. I, again, I think that's subjective right. because in those situations, you got to say to yourself, okay, what position could this platform catapult me to? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? With Facebook, I know that I'm going to reach thousands of people at the price of $6. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I'm about to perform at this venue that's charging me 200 to to perform with somebody that's technically not a part of the community that I want to build or just mm. want to have a have have a, a crowd of people that wouldn't even fit into who I'd like to give my value to not to say nobody can get anything you can get anything from anything however the people that I know that will it will resonate with that will appreciate it and continue to support me if they heard it right you know what I'm saying you got you kind of gotta you know what I mean mm -hmm. so Personally, that's how I right. feel. You know what I'm saying? But I'm 100% behind, like, Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Yeah, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Because, you, know like, you know, I hear about shit like, uh, what's that one little group? Uh, Coast to Coast. Yeah. Uh, Cab hate them, bro. He fuck, he will, bro. He will, bro, if you mention Coast to Coast around him, then motherfucking turn he on fire. green. Like, uh, I wonder ah! if he ever like, did that. He hate that shit, bro. He feel like it's a total scam. It it's is, like, bro, y'all so, want me to pay my money. To showcase me for 30 seconds. 30 in front seconds. Of people who don't give a fuck. And the, well, the part of that with Coast to Coast, that crowd is other performers, nigga. Right. It's not niggas that came to see a show. They don't give a fuck about see, you. That's, that's what I mean. Like, subjective. Like, right. think about it. Like, yeah. you, you're not known. <laughs> Nobody knows who you are. Right. But they're supposed, you're supposed to perform in front of Your competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, that don't. That doesn't it make, even make logic. Coast to Coast came up with that platform. That. You said what? Coast to Coast came up with that stupid ass platform. But it worked. Hey, it's working for them. For this. For how, this. how much long term? How much long term leverage do I, they I, have? I, I, I don't think. Hit? I don't think. I don't think much. And even with Facebook ads, for example, or Instagram ads, mm -hmm. which are Facebook ads, excuse me, yeah. doing their thing now for us, that cuts out that middleman. Right. You know what I'm saying? That. That's. Saying the, the power of that right there, right. but I know people that have personally done showcases. That's why I yep. don't. Me personally, like I don't do, um, like certain performances or participate in certain events, right? Because you're showcasing your talent to people that 
say they value it, but really it's building their brand. Right. You know what I'm saying? For example, like if I was to go to a certain radio station and rap, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Okay, I got to think of the ROI. You know what right. I'm saying? What am I getting back right. in return? I know a Facebook ads, if I rap and then promote it through them, I can gain subscribers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can gain followers. Yeah. That can put my shit in front of somebody that is on the other side of the damn planet, maybe. Right. Maybe. Or country. You know what I'm right. saying? That may be able to utilize it to an extent to put me where I may want to go for that point in time versus like a radio station. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, I'm not opposed to rapping on radio. But I just think it's shifting. It's shifting. It's, a shift, it's shifting from the radio. Exactly. The radio was the gateway to be heard. Yeah, it's gone. Man. It's gone. It's, it's evaporating. It's, it's, it's on the way out. It's yeah. on the way out. So, like I said, I think you just gotta you you really gotta just weigh those options. You know what I'm saying? But Facebook ads is the way for sure. For sure. For sure. Man, bro. Man. <laughs> Whole hour, man. We just got this one knocked man. out, bro. Man, man I definitely sure. just want to thank you, bro. Like I said, for blessing man, the nah, platform. Thank you. For I feel having. like you're the perfect podcast, like host so? type dude, host type I don't shit, know, bro. Because you expand on your ideas. You know I what I'm saying? It. And, and, that's what it's for. Every every word is more content for the audience. Wow. People who think you I fucking walk on water. That shit. You know what I'm saying? People <laughs> who think you walk on water, they gonna clean every word. You know what I'm Man, saying? Like really on shit, average, man. I probably what get like 20, 30 views. You probably see a hundred something views on this one. Just off your, you know what I'm saying, with your oh, personal brand. Nah, I'm doing like that. But if we don't make it, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, damn, my man, nigga. But, but I hope, I hope that we don't give a fuck. It's the value first. Come on, we, we get we putting out the value. That's it. Whatever happens, happens. And what you say, stay in the middle, man. Stay in the center. I heard somebody else say that shit. I know it came from even Gary Kill, but nah, it came Brian from some. Was it Brian? Brian said it. I heard somebody recently don't say, "Don't get too high, don't get too low." I don't get stuck. Drake it was Drake. Drake on his most recent podcast interview. He was, they, they asked him how he was able to maintain so long. He was just like, or like, cause you know, niggas was clowning him for rapping and singing. Yeah. And they was like, but then those songs turned into hits. And it was like, how did you, you know, manifest three? He's like, I just really try not to get too caught up on the highs and the lows. You know Facts. what I'm saying? I take him, take him both, but I still focus, stay, stay like in on the focal point, which Facts. is just putting it out, bro. Facts. So, man, I, I'm honored to have been here, bro. Like, Appreciate I've it, been brother. wanting to fall through. Man, I know you're you know a busy man, too. And I bet you probably got like studio sessions, man, videos, no. and shoot at <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro, you always got some, somewhere what? to be, bro. Ain't that shit crazy? There's always some shit going on, though. Yeah. I, 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 I enjoy days where I can have the option of not doing nothing, but knowing me, I'll probably still go do some shit. But, man, salute to you, bro. Just build, like you say, personal brand. Cause yeah. This. I'm sure you've said this on here before. Like you tell me this all the time. Like this, this will trump everything. You know what I'm saying? Everything. When it comes to saving bread, when it comes to credit, when it comes to you know what I'm saying whatever. Trying to buy a house. I don't all that fuck. shit. You get this right this, first. Like you say, they go. It's gonna come to you. Uh, you feel me? Yeah. Do you keep staying consistent? You know what I'm saying? And uh, remember, the point of this shit is like giving value. It's not making that bread. And that's. Biggest like one thing I learned, you know what I'm saying, just from you know, our relationship, you feel me? It's just like it's not about the money, you know what I'm saying? It's about putting that shit out there, you know what I'm saying, and staying true to who you are. Facts. You know, because even Gary V said, um, what makes you unique is your honesty. Right. Being honest telling with the truth. Who you, telling the truth. And your uniqueness from that honesty will create the opportunities that are for you. So yeah, bro, you my brother, man. I appreciate, I appreciate it, man. It, man. Catch y'all on the next one.